One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. San Diego, California. Thanks for tuning in to Palapalooza. This Monday will be the San Diego Music Awards, the first live stream ever in San Diego Music Awards history. All 29 years have been live, except for this one. Uh, 2020 is unique. A unique year. That's the nice way of putting it. So we check in with Bart Mendoza. He's a freelance journalist here in San Diego and also a San Diego Music Awards Academy member. He's very involved with the San Diego music scene. And he's the only one to be on Palapalooza three times. So we check in with him, talk about the San Diego Music Awards. We also touch base with Kevin Hellman. He is the founder of the San Diego Music Awards. He started the San Diego Music Awards 29 years ago. So we check in with the man himself, Kevin Hellman, and Bart Mendoza. Hope you guys are doing well. Enjoy. Bart Mendoza, how you doing, buddy? Hey, doing okay, man. <laughs> it's got a little warm today, but you know what are you going to do? It's a little hot today. Uh, you are the, the only person to be featured on Palapalooza three times. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Quite an honor. I uh, hope to get a trophy. I need a doorstop or uh, or a T-shirt because I don't want to do laundry. Um, you know, take your pick on that joke. Yeah, I know. I'll buy you a Palapalooza shirt, man. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. We're going virtual. I thought I'd give you a call. I figured you'd know more than anyone about uh, the new virtual San Diego Music Awards. Let's chat about it. Well, you know, I, I know a little bit about it. I can tell you that... Uh, um, it was a lot of work to keep it going through all that's happened. You know, we couldn't do it at a live venue, for example. It was supposed to be at the House of Blues on July 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Hellman, uh, you know, did an amazing job of putting together a virtual event. Right. Uh, there's going to be some stuff that's pre-recorded, a lot of it live. There's going to be a lot more presenters, for example, because we can control, you know, there's no setup time in between anything. It's, it's going to be done uh, cool. very quickly. So, um We've got a lot more presenters taking part, and uh, the lineup of music that we've got is, is phenomenal. Unfortunately, uh, Switchfoot was not able to to do it after all, but uh, we still have an amazing lineup with Gregory Page, mm-hmm. Sully, Modern History, David Maldonado, the Blitz Brothers featuring Richard Lavoni, who's this year's Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Evan Diamond in the Library, Rebecca mm-hmm. Jade and Nicole Fack, the Sleepwalkers, and a few surprises that I think people are going to love. Right. Uh, so we're really hoping that people do tune in July 6th uh, at 7 p.m. Yep. for the um, the Music Awards. But, you know, we have a, a really great thing that's happening this year. Uh, definitely the not being able to do a live show is a negative, obviously. that's We'd love to be having this in front of all of you and, um, you know, San Diego's live audience. But uh, instead, on July 11th, we're going to be telecasting it on Fox 5. That's so um, that's a bonus in that it's going to go out to a large audience worldwide, of course, that wouldn't necessarily uh, have seen it. You know, that's going to be interested because it is on television. Right. So really, really happy about that. I love that. Pros and cons for this virtual stream, for sure. Um, Just the fact that we can get any pros at this time in, in history, you know, is, is something. So I mean, that we'll take that as a win. Yeah, and, uh, you know, props to you guys, you and Kevin Hellman, it sounds like, mainly, for rolling with the punches. I mean, it, you rescheduled it once, right, from March to July, and then July is still not working out, so he's he's adapting. We're all adapting, right, Bart? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's funny. Oh, not funny, I don't know what kind of sense of humor you have, but we've, all, we've already started looking at the next one. 
you know, and, uh, you know, what we're going to be doing because, uh, we didn't want to postpone to October or something like that when things are a little lighter because it just starts to overrun, you know, and people, it, we, we're, we're honoring 2019. So we need to, to be a little closer to the, to the ball game here. But, um, uh, yes, Kevin did do a lot of the work, um, to make this happen. It wasn't easy. Um, but uh, definitely well worth it. Not so much we love San Diego and San Diego music scene. Um, also, I want to mention that this year there's a there's a uh, something else that goes along with this, which is that the music awards have uh, put together a grant program for the nominees. You know, people that only make their living through music can apply to the San Diego Music Awards for a small uh, grant uh, to get some cash to you know for whatever it is they need, medical, household, whatever it is. But uh, that's that's new this year, and I think that's a wonderful thing. That's really cool. Yeah, that's very thoughtful of uh, everyone involved there. It's all good, you know. And you know, personally, this is the sort of thing that I like to see continue throughout the year for other things. You know, there are always emergencies and things that come up, and deserving musicians in town. So any way that we can help would be wonderful. This is definitely a great start. Yeah, there's there's some cool new things that have come of this uh, that could be continued, like drive-in uh, concerts, right? Um, yeah, I, I think that that is something that's interesting. Um, I, I don't know that it's something that has a lot of um, potential beyond the novelty value, if only because you know most shows are actually fairly small. You know, if you've got a Def Leppard show or, uh, you know, I'd pick your favorite right. stadium band. Yeah, that's that that'll that might work. But for most bands, you know, it's 50 people at, you know, Bar Pink or something, you know. So um, it would greatly limit uh, uh, small groups for sure if that's the case. Uh, I can't imagine there's going to be a whole lot of new bands debuting this year. Uh, or maybe maybe because so many people have had time off to write music, there'll be a whole explosion towards the fall. Yeah, I'm hoping we get some good music out of this, you know? I, I think back to maybe like the 60s and, and everything that was going on during that decade and all the great music that came from that. Yeah, the only catch, the only real difference there is that people weren't separated. Right, So, it's, yeah. you know, maybe there'll be a lot more great solo artists, you know? I mean, guys, uh, <laughs> the limit with possibilities with what, you know, what's next. You know, True. we just know that it has to get better. We need a big Woodstock right now, Bart. <laughs> we would, you know, it's funny. I was watching a, a bunch of videos last night because that's what I do every night. Um, and um, yeah. I was thinking, man, if I was one of those billionaires out there, there seems to be tons of them all of a sudden. Right. Uh, when this is all over... Um, especially because so many performers are getting old, you know, and so uh, for how much longer can these bands and artists continue touring, you know? Yeah. So um, I would take some of that billion dollars and hire everybody and create like the greatest live jukebox of all time. Right. You know, I've got $50 billion. What difference does it make if I pay all these musicians to do one giant thing, you know, get everybody, get Carl Douglas to come out and just do Kung Fu fighting, you know, just, just one more time. Yeah. Kind of thing. So yeah. anyway, that's just me. Like a live aid kind of thing or a, or a Woodstock. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can televise it, do it someplace really cool like San Diego. Um, and then, uh, you know, broadcast it to the rest of the world. That'd, that'd be yeah. awesome. Right. Yeah. Great idea. So going back to this live stream, who's hosting the San Diego Music Awards? Well, there's not really a host. Um, it is just a, um, well, it's presented by Clover, right? Okay, fine. But there's not really like a, a host. It's just kind of just one thing leads to another. Um, it's they, in, um, um, in a live situation, it's called the voice of God. It's with the, the references because it's the booming voice that you just hear over everything. 
Right, right, that's right. The reference to, it's the reference to that. So it'll be that same sort of thing. There'll be a narrator, but there won't be like somebody going on. And next there will be. It'll be one person next to the other. Got it. Cool. And all the incredible performers, those will be pre-recorded, correct? Yes, they will be pre-recorded in the studio. Yeah. So I, I believe that Studio West was where uh, a lot of that has been done and is about to be done. So there will be parts that are pre-recorded and parts that are live. Um, and then, of course, uh, the it'll all be edited for the Fox 5 broadcast. Yeah, very cool. And winners, you know, you, you obviously, there's a lot of nominees this year. We don't have to go into all of them, but you can check it out at SanDiegoMusicAwards.com. Yeah. When, when someone is announced as a winner, are they given an opportunity to speak or say anything or not so much? That's the question. That's the million dollar question. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's going to be handled. I believe that other programs, and this is just, I believe, I'm not sure if this is all true, uh, but I believe that other programs basically tell everybody to be on standby by the phone at a certain time. Oh, there you go. So, so basically, um, you know, you'll be next to your phone at between 7.15 and 7.30, be by your phone, and if it's you, you're going to get a call. Gotcha. Okay. So it would be an audio sort of uh, acceptance speech. Yes, although there may be, uh, these days, a lot of them will be Zoomed, or not Zoomed, but video phone call things, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. Cool. So, um, yeah, just although, picture it this way, so at 7.15, you know, there'll be one very happy person, all these other people would be bummed because they didn't get phone calls. So. <laughs> well, I'm thinking for myself, you know, I'm nominated and I was very excited about that, so I'm just kind of curious. Honestly, I, I really do stand, I'm not, you know, I can never be nominated for anything, but <laughs> I really do think that, well, I'm, I'm one of the organizers, that wouldn't be fair. You, you've been nominated though in the past, right? With, with your bands? No, 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 never. No. I was nominated for the, sh with the shambles for clouds all day back in the early nineties before I was working with the music awards, but no, no manual scan, true stories. I've never been nominated. I've never been nominated uh, I never will be, and and that's fine by me. Yeah. That's that's fine. Uh, but anyway, be that as it may, um, you know, I really do think that you know it is an honor to be nominated with your peers. You know, I think it's it's right. it's, a, it's a neat thing. You know, I like I like uh, the reactions from other bands. You know, it's it's really cool to see, and especially I love to see when people win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Feels good. Feels good. It's a nostalgic thing. There's all sorts of adapting and live streaming going on. It's got to be interesting. I mean, it's interesting for me to see it. It must be very interesting for, for someone like you with all your experience in local music to see something like this because you've never experienced anything like this, right? Right. There's never been anything like this. Um, so, you know, with social media and stuff like that, that's been a big help. Um I'm wondering if, um, you know, I mean, I kind of think we fit saturation on live broadcasts on Facebook, kind of stuff like that. Um, you know, just I'm talking about the, you know, somebody playing in their living room. Right. Videos. I totally agree. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like I said, this is there's a lot of pioneering going on here, you know, and uh, what I am really, really uh, happy to see is so many people trying to make a difference. And uh, that goes from, you know beyond things like the Floyd protests and uh, trying to be healthy, you know, with the COVID thing and all that kind of thing, all those things as well, but also within the music community, uh, you know, trying to keep things going and keep people positive and, and do what they can, contribute it the way they can. Uh, I'm really, really happy to see that, uh, you know, because uh, things were looking kind of bleak uh, for 
a while, and it's just I, I see a glimmer of hope right now. Right. So. Yeah. There's no stopping creativity, huh? You just can't kill it, uh, you know. Well, there, there is, there is that. There is that. Apparently, they can keep audience from seeing that creativity. But <laughs> well, online, I mean, we're watching it on our computer now and our, on our phone. It's different. I went to the drive-in movie, the drive-in show last Sunday with Switchfoot, and it was very cool. But it, you know, it was very different. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, the novelty factor will will carry that through for a while. But um, most shows aren't going to be able to, you know, you can't pull in fifteen cars to Bar Pink, and that's the majority of the venues, you know. And it's this this is all happening at a weird time as well because um, the older groups are, you know, the music scene is aging out, and most of the stadium filling bands and stuff are older. So we we're about to go into a uncharted territory anyway. Um, it's a, it's like I said, people will definitely will remember 2020. This is definitely going to be a standout year, and not all for good reasons. Or they'll pay a therapist to forget it. One of the two. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of alcohol, and, and uh, the dispensaries are open, so that helps as well. Right. I'm in the wedding industry, and 2020 is such a, a cool year. You know, everyone wanted to get married on 2020 just to have their date you know, be, be 2020. So there's been a lot of postponements for weddings, obviously, and, and uh, corporate events aside from live music. Well, I think that, yeah, the one, the one I feel worse for musically is the band 2020 who were doing <laughs> their, who were doing their reunion show uh, just before, you know, they set it up just before all this happened. And we're, we're doing a 2020 tribute album as well, which will be out later on the summer, much delayed album. Um, and so, there could have been so much going on there promotional-wise, but now it's just like, wow. Or how about the beer Corona? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they stopped manufacturing Corona right now. Yeah, that's. I've heard that one of the, the, yeah, the factories had shut down in Mexico. Yeah, it's just kind of like, ah, it's, the world is strange, man. You can't make this stuff up. There are times I turn on the TV and think like, wow, we turned into an old Saturday Night Live skit. Right. So, we need comics right now. We need uh, comedians to get back up on stage and sort of lighten it up maybe a little bit. A couple cool things that I have to touch on are the Seaport Sessions. Those have been really well done. Yes. Uh, with, with Tim Piles, obviously. I'm sure you've watched those. Just, you know, good production. Uh, you got Tim Mays in there and uh, Rolly behind the board. And that's been really cool to see. Uh, and then also Kimmy Bitter. Do you follow her? No, no, I don't think so. What are you, which, what are you referring to? So she's doing the live from the driveway with her band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. goes out in front of her house. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen that. And it's just really cool. It's, it's great to see, like, again, musicians, like, adapting. And it sounds really good. And she gets the whole neighborhood involved. But everyone's still socially distanced. Yeah, you know, that, that's really cool. And, you know, to take it one further, look what Victoria Robertson did with her opera Sundays. Victoria Robertson is an opera singer. Um, Known worldwide, and this, uh, because of living in San Diego, she's played on uh, a Shambles record. She played with uh, Tristessa and different bands. She'll come in and do vocals with them or play piano. Um, but anyway, she started doing Sunday afternoon uh, little mini concerts on her porch for some of her neighbors. It grew into crowds, which got on the local news, which got her national news, which went. Uh, so she ended up being all like, I. I I think New York Times and all this kinds of different stuff because of it and got all this publicity, which frankly, you know, opera singers don't get a lot of. So um, uh, it was uh, it was amazing that that happened. You know, I mean, I, yet another pro that came out of this. Right. That's very cool. Do you think this could have a permanent effect on the live music industry? Yeah, it's gonna. Um, even if it went 
completely back to the way it used to be, mm-hmm. people are going to be very cautious, you know, right. um, spending money and um, doing things because these things can happen. Right. And I think it's going to make a lot of people that would consider going into live music reconsider that. Right. Both from being a, both from being a musician, because all of a sudden you saw how bad it can be if you're not really one of the devoted. Right. You know. Yep. You got you got to be a lifer, and uh, yeah. you know when things are good, great. But when they're not, <laughs> wow. Yeah. As we just found out, right. and so that's a big thing. Meanwhile, on the other side, if you're a venue owner, you now have to deal with a lot more safety protocols, health issues, um, you know, all kinds of things that didn't come into it before. So I think those things are going to uh, have some effect on the music community. Like I said, uh, live music has been aging up for quite a while. So I hope that new kids will come into the scene. But, um, yeah, I think for a little while, the big question really is going to be is, um, you know, Vegas is back to almost normal, they're saying, you know, people wow. just out. Okay. But um, that sort of thing won't apply in every city. You know, I mean, people in San Diego may not want to go out as readily as somebody in Vegas. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's going to be the big question is to see how the audiences come back. Um, yeah. Really, that's it. You know, how the audiences will come back. Also, what effect um, all these cancellations of things like um, conventions in San Diego will have on uh, on venues as well? Because, you know, let's face it, we're a tourist town. Yeah. So all of that isn't coming. Beyond that, uh, boy, I keep thinking of more things. Huh? Um, <laughs> the touring thing, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. when will touring get back to normal? Obviously, maybe American bands and North American bands could do some touring, but it's going to be a while, I think, before we can get bands from Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, repercussions, yeah, for for quite a while. Do I think it can never be back to no masks, crowds of people and everything? Yeah. yeah. I think it'll eventually go back to that, but not until fall at the earliest for some of the, more, some of the larger gatherings. Right. Well said. I'm also just wondering, you mentioned like it being a pioneering era you know, in a lot of ways and people adapting and figuring out how to do live streams. You know, some bands are doing it well. Some are are not putting as much time into it. But there's that aspect as well. Like bands are learning how to do things online. And I see even bands like Chris Rowe from the Ataris. He's going live almost every night and putting up his Ven- uh, Venmo username and accepting donations. Yes. I'm wondering if that's going to... if if maybe some of these national bands are just going to start streaming more and not touring maybe as much. I think yes to both, but we're already kind of heading that way in a way again, because Paul McCartney is going to be 80 eventually, you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, Elton John did not retire. He stopped touring. And so that sort of thing. So he's going to be doing broadcasts and playing one place like Vegas for a month. Right. That kind of thing. So that kind of thing is already kind of happening. Um, but again, it's not the same. You can date somebody online or you can date them in person, which right. are you going to rather do? You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not the same thing. It right. just isn't. Right. Now, um, again, you don't have a choice. You, you take what you can get. And I applaud all the people doing these things because, uh, A, it keeps them active. B, it keeps them in front of their audience. And, and C, more importantly, I suppose, it makes their audiences happy. Right. But, um, you know, how do you build a crowd? You know, I mean, a lot of it was done 
through hard labor. Uh, I know some of the comedians, for example, were telling me it's it's really difficult to work out your material without a live audience. Right. Yep. You know, you need that response. That's part of being a musician is that live response. Um, but you got to do what you got to do. And again, it's pioneering. And, you know, I mean, I was last night also watching holograms of Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison. <laughs> right. Maybe that's a way to do it. You know, maybe in, in two years, somebody that was live streaming will create a way to hologram you live into people's living room. And then, you know, all bets are off. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, seriously, we're at the, I, I figure with uh, them talking about building a hotel in space within the next two years and all this kind of stuff. Um, we're right at the beginning of Star Trek, right? right? So if we take if we take reality and mix it with television, we're right at the beginning of Star Trek. So yeah. if that's the case, man, sky's the limit coming up. Yeah, well said. Well said, man. I feel for the small venues around town. I touch base with Tim Mays and Corey Steyer and a couple venues. Um, yep. You can go to websites, buy merch right now to help out small venues. You can go to saveourstages.com. Uh, that helps, but um, crazy times, uncertain times, I would say, right? I've, I've seen, you know, uh, people pitch in around the country, and, and really, that's what we're going to need to do. You know, if you've got if you've got the cash, uh, help out the venues, help out the the stores, help out the people that you can. You know, buy some merch. Uh, you know, heck, yeah. uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, some of the places have to go orders. That always helps out a yeah. little bit. Make a donation to their funds. Most of them have some sort of way you can donate. Um, I just read that uh, Taylor Swift donated all kinds of cash and insurance and things like that to a record store in Nashville, things like that. You know, that's, that's cool. a big, uh, big item you can do, but you can certainly buy a Casbah t-shirt. Yep. And that's a, that's a huge thing. So, right. and you can wear it with pride. Yep. I did it. I did it. I bought a few and I think that really does help, you know, everyone around town go out and buy a $20 shirt, uh, you know, coming from the owners, you know, not objective objectively it does help no you know it really really does you know plus it's got the the, the side thing of it. it helps promote the business and blah blah blah. but totally. you know really uh it helps the the uh the venue and uh yeah. you know how many times for example have we been to the casbah and just you know thought to ourselves man we're lucky we have this place well here's yeah. a way we can help yeah. help them out a little bit too yeah i'm pleased to see that you know not too many venues around town have have closed their doors yeah there's there's some that were on shaky ground before, I think, uh, you know, that's the, what I've been seeing, you know, um, places that their rent was going to go up anyway. Um, right. You know, I was really sad that, for example, Paris Newsstand, not a music stand, but one of my favorite spots in, on 30th and University, that newsstand went out of business in March. Oh, you know? okay. But yeah. with everything that happened, they wouldn't have been able to survive. Right. You know, yeah. they lost their lease. And so there you go. But, you know, it's just one of those uh, unfortunate situations. Right. Um, yeah. But so far... It looks like everything has been weathered, you know, pretty well, but the bars aren't open yet, you know? Yeah. So until that happens, we won't really know. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they open Friday. This is going to release after Friday. So bars will be open once this releases. Right. I saw that Bar Pink is going to be uh, closed a little bit longer. So I did see that. Oh. We're just heading towards the opening and that, that's the right. important thing. You know, yep. we'll, we'll find out how these things work. I think the zoo and the wild animal park opened this weekend too. Is that right? Um, so wow. um, we're getting back there, but we just need to get the musicians back on stage as well. Right. It'll all pass. We're, we're, yep. Like you said, we're entering back, back into society, back to normal uh, territory here. A few months ago, they were talking about, you know, it wouldn't be normal again until, uh, you know, end of 2021 at least, you know? And so now we're, we're just a couple of months later, we're getting into some sort of normalcy. So 
that is a good thing. Fingers crossed it'll just keep going that way. Yeah. Any update on the Mendoza Museum? <laughs> no, actually, because unfortunately, all of this hit me at a very uh, interesting time. For example, the magazine, Music Scene SD, was supposed to come out to coincide with the Music Awards. Yeah. Um, but the Music Awards in March got canceled, and all the live shows that were covered in the magazine did, were as well. So that got postponed. And there's a whole bunch of other projects like the museum that are a little bit on hold. Um, the, the San Diego music book that I have is done. Everything is just waiting for things to calm down so we can start rolling again. Right. Um, as far as the museum goes, there's a lot of people. That, I'm not going to name them right now because we haven't gotten far enough along. Right. But it is something that's being talked about uh, in the upper echelons of the music community because it's long overdue. Awesome. So, um, I love it. Yeah. So like I said, uh, just for anybody listening that doesn't know, we're trying to get a museum going in San Diego uh, that will cover the music community from the 40s on up, but with exhibits and so on from the music, uh, with music from all the way back from the, uh, the Indian days to today. I love it. They can go back and listen to a previous episode to get all the details, but uh, hopefully in the next few years, we'll get something like this running and uh, all post you know, this uh, current situation. Yep. And it's going to be called the Mendoza Museum. Yeah, I'm just gonna just, just Mendoza. I think it's, it's it'll be just a given. It's a museum. No, no, no. I think it's just it's just gonna be simple. San Diego Music Museum. I love that. It's not just. And by the way, it's not just one type of music. If it's classical, everything's gonna be represented as long as it had uh, a story to tell in San Diego. Yeah. And like I said before, what you know, you're the perfect guy to uh, run an operation like that, as well as you know the Thames. I'm sure would be involved and everyone else. Oh. Of course, of course. You know, you've you got to have as many voices in there as possible, but um, I definitely have detailed notes on everything. So Awesome. Um, Very cool. Kind of fun. Yep. I look forward to that getting back on track. 29th annual San Diego Music Awards live stream, uh, July 6th, Monday at 7 p.m., and it will also be televised on Fox 5 Saturday, July 11th at 8 p.m. We look forward to it. It's a little different, but it's still cool, right? extremely cool you know support this and uh you know check out your friends um and you know uh just enjoy a really 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 fun san diego centric event absolutely thanks a lot for your time bart I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well man it's always nice to talk with you again you're number three you're the only person to be on palapalooza three times that's a huge achievement man well i hope that like snl when people get up to five you get a, a smoking jacket you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a private pool party you know so that's kind of cool you get up there with steve martin yeah check check in any time and uh I, i'll leave you with these words um you know san diego county musicians if you've got anything that you want people know to know about any shows you want to promote releases guest appearances whatever let me know about it so i can write about it and let other people know so please contact me absolutely bart mendoza thank you so much for your time thanks man have a good one cheers It's local music on the radio Playing the best from San Diego Alright, we're going to hit up Kevin Hellman. He's the man, and you're going to see why. Hello? Mr. Kevin Hellman, Troy Cook. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? All good. Why don't you tell our listeners who you are, if they don't know you? Uh, I'm the person that founded the San Diego Music Awards 29 years ago. I've been doing it ever since, and it's uh, it's been a difficult challenge this year. We postponed once. We were supposed to take place uh, March 23rd, 
And then we uh, changed our date to July the 6th. Unfortunately, uh, we're still not going to be able to do social distancing uh, in a venue like House of Blues on July 6th. So the, the choice was made to do this virtually rather than postpone again, not knowing that if we postponed again, if we'd even be able to do it when we postpone, you know, on a new date. So doing it virtually allows us to, uh, it's allowed us to create a new uh, COVID-19 nominees relief fund. So hopefully we'll be able to raise a little bit of money for some of our nominated musicians who can't gig at all right now. And most don't have jobs. Many didn't qualify for pandemic unemployment. So yeah. it gives us an opportunity uh, you know, to raise a little bit of money, at least for uh, for some people that really need it, but it also uh, kind of gives us a big open window of what we can do with with the program. Uh, the neat thing is that not only are we doing this virtually, uh, July the sixth, you know, via the Music Awards website, but uh, Fox Channel Five is also going to run an edited version of the Music Awards show five days later on the eleventh. So. Uh, it'll get a wider viewing audience. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, being a nominated band, you know, I was I was disappointed that it wasn't going to be in person, but I understand, you know, I, I really do. And I appreciate you guys rolling with the punches. You know, everyone here locally has to adapt. It's it's affected everyone. And I think that's, that's very cool regarding the grant that you guys are offering. You know, we've asked people to fill out a small grant form. We're not going to be able to give a ton of money to people we're going to try to spread it out as much as we can but you know if somebody's still working it doesn't make sense to give them money versus somebody that literally has no income agreed yeah and thank you again for doing that i really appreciate it thanks for everything you've done with uh, the san diego music awards i mean that's amazing 29 years you know the, the the one thing that's that's going to be disappointing the way i always have looked at this show uh, i mean it's fun for me to do it because it, it keeps me involved in music and and, you know, over 29 years, obviously, it, music is cyclical and, and, you know, there's new bands every year, so it, it keeps me involved. But the fun part for the musician is that you get to go to a show where you can hang out with people you don't normally have time to hang out with. It might be somebody you were in a band with before or a musician that you admire because of a song they wrote or totally. whatever. You have a, you know, a three-hour time when everybody's together. Right. And we're going to miss that this year, which isn't going to be, you know, the best thing. But it's given the circumstances, the only way we can do it. Right. Totally. It's a, it's a good, yeah, good networking opportunity and just a good good time to hang out. I think that what we're going to do, and and again, this is dependent on, on county health officials and the mayor and whatever. But uh, once we've done the show, we know who the winners are we'll put together kind of a networking function where we can invite all of our nominees to come and we can literally hand the award, the physical award to those that won. There you go. Because we're not going to be able to do that virtually. Right. There you go. One thing Bart was a little unclear on is how the winners will accept their awards. Are you going to have them call in? Are you going to give them any acceptance uh, speech opportunity or anything? We're still working on that. And, and, and honestly, as we speak, I don't have a final answer on that. I have a call in about an hour to talk about that. Okay. Um, there's a number of ways that we could could do it. Um, in all likelihood, we're going to give nominees, uh, you know, a, a, a kind of a Zoom dial-in, if you will, 
Uh, yeah, and there you go. then we'll pick the winner out of that. Cool, man. Yeah, and again, with I'm going to release this episode with you and Bart Mendoza. We covered a lot of the details of the San Diego Music Awards with Bart, so I don't want to rehash all of that. Um, what I would like to chat with you about, though, is like the history of the San Diego Music Awards. Going back to the first year, what made you decide to start this up? Were you, you know, did you do? Are you a musician? Did you play in a band? You just saw a need for it? No, I've, I've been a promoter since I was in college uh, in 1979, 80, 81, 82. Okay. Um, I used to work for a newspaper in North County, North County Entertainer. And when I started working there, they had just started doing what they called the Entertainer Music Awards. Okay. And it was a music award show at the La Paloma Theater, which holds 350 people or whatever. And, you know, it was really about... Uh, you know, the performers in North County. And at the time, there were a bunch more places for, for performers to play. And down in San Diego, it wasn't, you know, the Casbah wasn't around. And, and, you know, there weren't a lot of places for bands that played original music to play. And around, let's see, in 1989, uh, I, I went to the owner of the paper and I just said, you know, it's, it's, Things are starting to open up countywide. We need to make this more than what we're doing. He didn't want to do that. Uh, I got into a big fight with him. I quit the paper and decided to start my own music award show. And then three years later, I started a music publication. So it kind of all went hand in hand. Okay, there you go. So you must have known Bart Mendoza for quite some time, huh? I've known Bart for 30-some years, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Are you still promoting shows? Around town or no? Not a whole lot. I've got a few special events that I do. I worked at City Beat for almost 18 years, and when I left there a year and a half ago, uh, my whole purpose was to not work full-time, to just you know work on uh, a few events. I've got a company here in San Diego that does events, uh, and another one in New Orleans, Louisiana, that does some events. So, you know, that keeps me busy enough. Yeah. And keeps me involved and then i still do this award show so yeah. uh, you know the award show becomes a four or five month process i bet it does yeah it's not just doing the show itself this year it's become about a nine month process right <laughs> <laughs> it has, and it's all different because now you know it's almost like i, I feel like a carnival barker you know, asking people for money. It's, I'm Jerry Lewis asking for money. Yeah, no, totally. It's harder this year because people don't have money to just give away. Right. Um, I'm very fortunate that the sponsors we had lined up all stuck with us. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple of new potential sponsors that I'm hoping to get confirmation on uh, in the next couple of days. Cool. And then I've got a whole group of people that... Uh, I think, you know, when I send them an email that says, hey, we're doing this, I think they'll, you know, many of them will donate, which is good. That's very cool. I have the partners right here in front of me. Uh, Clover seems to be a big one. Who is Clover? Clover's a dispensary that's uh, down by the airport. Ooh, all right. If, if you've gone to some of these dispensaries, man, they're, they're like jewelry stores. They're beautiful. <laughs> you know, I, I, I smoked when it was illegal. Now that it's become legal, uh, I want... <laughs> I want no part of that shit. No, <laughs> that's cool, Clover. That makes sense to be uh, involved in the music industry for sure. And then you got Taylor, uh, Green Flash, Cutwater Spirits, San Diego's involved, uh, House of Blues, Studio West. So thanks to all of them for helping out. Yeah, Studio West has been a, a real big help 
uh, Studio West is where all the performances for the, uh, most of the performances for this year's show will will come from. Very cool. We touched on that. Yeah. So all of the performers will pre-record their performance at Studio West, correct? Uh, well, not exactly, but okay. some will be. Yes, it'll originate from Studio West. Cool. Yeah, the performers I have listed here, Modern History, Gregory Page, Evan Diamond, Rebecca Jade, very talented, uh, Soli the Band, The Sleepwalkers, David Maldonado, and uh, Richard Blitz and the Blitz Bros. I think Switchfoot pulled out, correct? That's what uh, Bart mentioned? As, as we speak, yes, but that doesn't... I never give up, so you never know. Stay tuned. I like that. You know, uh, Gregory Page actually is going to do his... Uh, with Jason Mraz from Jason's studio in uh, in the hills on Oceanside. Wow. Okay, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about Switchfoot. I just saw them at the drive-in uh, concert, and that was pretty cool. Wasn't, I was not invited or able to attend. <laughs> yeah, it sold out pretty quick, but it was a nostalgic experience for sure. Yeah, I've talked to a few people there that said it was fun to go, but it's not something they would pay for on a regular basis. Yeah, maybe a once a year kind of thing, like maybe fun for the summer. Um, but I agree. I could see maybe a drive-in theater doing some cool movie followed by a concert. Something like that would be fun. Yeah, or even a band before a movie. Yeah. I just don't see it as a weekly thing. I just don't think people, the novelty will wear off very quickly. Totally agree. The novelty. Yep. That's a good way of putting it. I had the pleasure of going to your house to get my ticket for the San Diego Music Awards, and you gave me a little walk through there, and you mentioned that you host some backyard concerts, right? That are most likely private, obviously. You wouldn't have to give out your address or anything like that, but do you want to talk about that? Yeah, you know, it just kind of started as a fun thing. You know, my wife and I are both into music, and, and uh, a friend from New Orleans happened to be you know, staying at my house in town. We we always do a quote unquote halfway to Mardi Gras party because we always it. go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Love and it. he was here, so we invited a bunch of friends and he played in the backyard and all of a sudden we decided that we wanted to do a few more of those. And we've had mm-hmm. anybody from uh Berkeley Hart and Steve Poltz and Jack Temption and yeah. uh, a few others. Uh we had a whole bunch of stuff lined up for this year. Uh, some touring bands that we're going to just do acoustic sets, but obviously nobody's touring, so that all fell through. But, it, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun, and it's a way to get some friends together. Totally, and you have the perfect yard for it. Nice and landscaped, and <laughs> I think you had a jac- jacuzzi back there, right? It, it looked nice. We do. Yeah, But, cool. yeah, we, we I went out and bought a small PA to use for, for you know, that kind of thing, and yeah. Uh, you know, be- between all my events, I've got a lot of the other equipment that is necessary, so I don't have to rent anything. And yeah. We try to do it right, so whoever's performing, number one, makes some money. It's not just come play for free. Uh, you know, we ask for donations from everybody that comes in, and most everybody's pretty generous, and, you know, the artist makes, you know, some, some decent money, and uh, we always cater it. And, it, you know, it's a party as well as a, a little house concert. Very cool, man. I love it. Who are you into locally? Who are your local local band favorites? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick a favorite band. Who's gonna win this year, Kevin? Give me all the winners now. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell anybody who's gonna win, and I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> who favorites are. I, I tell right. you what, it, it's really interesting that 
you know, when we start getting solicitations every year, that's how I stay in tune with San Diego music. I don't go out as much as I once did seven days a week like Bart does. But, uh, you know, I, I try to listen to as much music as I can. And it's been interesting during this crazy time when we're stuck at home, how much more music I've listened to. Totally. I couldn't agree more. I've been listening to a lot of 60s. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a reflection of the time or, or what. I, I, I think what you're going to see is a lot of bands have found music they, they either had forgotten about or didn't know about, and it'll ref, you know, be reflected in new songs that people are writing. Absolutely. I think that's one good thing that can... I think there's a lot of good that can come from this, but I think that good music... Uh, will really come from this. I think there's a lot of uh, subject material out there right now for musicians. You know, I also think that because people are so starved for things to do, at least for the first six weeks when when music is allowed back on stages in in venues, and I'm not talking about arena style, I'm talking about, you know, belly up, casbah, people are going to go out because they really want to go out and see something. Yeah, and uh, I think it'll the musicians will be a little more appreciated when when musicians say turn your damn phone off. People probably will because they'll pay more attention. Let's hope so, right? I, I do think that people will be hungry for shows for sure. I mean, I think there's yeah. some that may be cautious still for a long period of time, like my wife. <laughs> that makes two wives. Mine's the same way. I've been on lockdown, man. Right to jail, right away. We have as well. I mean, literally, and I kid you not. Last night is the first time we've had anybody over to our house since probably late January. Wow. Uh, and it was an old roommate of mine and his girlfriend. And they haven't left their house. So I wasn't concerned, but it was it was just nice to be with people again. Totally, it is. Yeah, it's... I'm missing it. I'm missing the human interaction. And I think all musicians are. You know, we that's... We thrive on that. Music needs that. Music can't survive without human interaction. You know, I've said that before. And that's right. I don't think the planet can. I don't think this planet was built for that. So we've got to get back to normal, right? We've got to get back to something, you know. Uh, I, something. I'm curious to see when, when they give the go-ahead. I mean, this weekend, bars are supposed to be able to open, but not with music. So you're probably two or three weeks away from them saying, okay, music can start... But are they going to say, okay, the bar is at 25% or can you only have so many people on stage? And how are these venues, let's say the Casbah or Belly Up, because they're typically a standing room kind of venue, how are they going to do that? Are they going to put tables and chairs in, you know, do everything acoustic so it's calm? I don't know. Yeah, I talked to Tim Mays, you know, I've talked to like Corey uh, Steyer, you know, a couple venue owners. Um, they're kind of in the dark too. I don't know. I would imagine that maybe they will set up chairs or tables. I talked to Tim as well, and Tim talked about having to probably put in tables and chairs, and they don't know what kind of music they're going to be allowed to do. We, before all this happened, we had set up a bunch of music awards showcases all over town uh, to promote the bands and also to raise a little extra money. We have rebooked them all the first three days or four days of July before this you know, virtual show, but we don't know if we're going to be able to do it because we don't have that guidance yet. Right. Uh, you know, from the county. And even if we can, are we going to have enough time to promote them? True. Yeah, I think even a few days of promotion right now, just because there's not an oversaturation of shows, I think you guys would be all right. But yeah, I, I think if Tim said the Casbah is open tomorrow, he'd have a, a over full house, whatever the capacity. 
I think so. I'm interested in seeing. You know, like I said, I think maybe some people will be cautious, but I think for the most part, people are over it. <laughs> they want to get out. You know. Well, I, I think a lot of musicians would come out if nothing else. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hey, Kevin, nice talk with you, man. Congrats on 29 years of the San Diego Music Awards. One virtual. 28 in person, one virtual. <laughs> well, the virtual should be fun. And like I said before, it's going to be uh, aired on July the 6th, 7 o'clock, uh, at the San Diego Music Awards.com website. And if you don't want to watch the virtual show, you can watch it on Channel 5 San Diego. Uh, that's Fox 5 on Saturday the 11th at 8 o'clock. So you got a couple times to watch it. I'm sure we'll capture it on the YouTube page for the Music Awards so you can watch it you know, whenever. Uh, but as always, uh, if anybody has you know, a dollar, $10, $20, whatever you can donate, it's going to go to musicians that really need the money. Uh, all you have to do is text SD Music to 41411 and make a donation. Wow. Okay, cool. 41411. Right. Just text SD Music. SD Music. Cool. That's excellent, man. And I think you, uh, you're streaming it on Facebook as well, right? It'll go on our Facebook page. It'll go on our YouTube page. and It'll be on the website. I look forward to it. My band, Ready, Set, Survive, is nominated, so we're excited to watch. Uh, and, uh, you know, thanks, thanks a lot for, for doing all you do for San Diego and the music community. And uh, here's to hoping this passes sooner than later, man. Absolutely. Sounds good. And just for all the nominees, it's not about winning and losing. It's about community. And, you know, keep writing music and making music and uh, making people happy. Absolutely. Well said. Again, Kevin Hellman, Bart Mendoza, thank you guys for your time. Thanks so much for all you do for the San Diego music scene. A ton of Palapalooza alumni are nominated for the San Diego Music Awards, like uh, Avenue Army, Knights Like Thieves, our good friends, both of them, uh, Modern History, Aviator Stash nominated in the same category as Ready, Set, Survive. If you guys beat us, I'm gonna take your kneecaps out. No. Oh, unreal. Arist and Diggs is in there. The Spice Pistols, the Schizophonics. I'm rocking their song Rat Trap in the background. <laughs> Lyrics said Mario, yep, Nights Like Thieves. Uh, Rebecca Jade, I'm probably missing some going through the list here. Fashion Jackson, so many great nominees. We look forward to it, and uh, again, we're honored to be nominated. It's kind of a cool thing. So Monday night, next week, we're going to have on Sonny Sandoval, the lead singer of P.O.D., we're going to chat with him about his Grammy nominations, collaborations with Nights Like Thieves, Katy Perry, Santana. It's a really great interview. I was stoked to have him. A big shout out to my boy Scott Zekla for setting that up. We're going to chat with Sonny next Wednesday. New episodes every Wednesday on Palapalooza. Thanks for listening. Take care. Palapalooza, Palapalooza, we're talking to you, I'm Palapalooza. Hey!